Welcome back to the Triangle Table. This is our space and yours to chat about building brand, reaching your goals, and being a better human. Say hello to your hosts, Anna, Kelly, and me, Amanda. So pull up a seat to our Triangle Table and let's chat. It's episode 21, and the fourth seat at our triangle table is taken today by our beautiful and amazing friend, Leslie, aka Leslie Pineapple. She's a business strategist coach that helps entrepreneurs make more money from their courses, coaching, and masterclasses by providing practical tools they need to help them clear their logistical blocks. That's a really fancy way of saying she helps people get unstuck in their business. So without further ado, let's hear what she has to say about getting unstuck. Okay, so today we have Leslie here with us on the triangle table. She pulled up a seat. We're going to do the thing. So we're going to allow her to introduce herself to our audience. Thanks, Amanda. Uh, yeah, my name is Leslie, and I am a business coach and strategist. I mainly help entrepreneurs who are making under $10,000 a month get unstuck in their business so that way they can create more revenue in their business. So what are your reservations initially about calling yourself a business coach? Oh, that's such a good question. And I, because it's, it's funny you ask, because originally I had been hearing this for so many years, um, just from like, even like ex-business partners, old friends that I work with, like, Leslie, you're a business coach. And I'm like, but I feel like that's what everybody does. Like, there's like, there's this joke that I have with some of my like entrepreneurial friends that there's like coaches who, who, who coach coaches, who coach coaches. Like, it's just this phrase that keeps getting thrown around and, I was so hesitant to call myself that because I didn't want to get lost in that sea of people. But at the same time, I also recognized, and this is such a huge point that I try to teach people is you can't hide who you are. You are who you are. You can't hide it. See, I could, I told myself I could just keep running from that title or I could just own it and be like, you know what, that's what I am. And I'm actually pretty good at it. It's crazy you say that, Leslie, because you saying you calling yourself a business coach, and I remember Leslie and I used, well, she used to live in my <laughs> same area. We would have meetings together. Every Friday, mm -hmm. we would get together and have um, coffee. But talking about being a business coach, I'm like, you are. She's like, but I don't want to get lost. Like she said, <laughs> lost in the sea of all the business coaches. And that's how I felt about being a branding coach. I'm like, but there's so many. And that's mm -hmm. why I steered away from it and started doing other things because again, like you, I'm like, but there's so many other ones, but at the end of the day, you can't run away from who you are or who you were meant to be. And I love that you. Yeah. Just owned it. Thank you. Same to you too. It's like, we both kind of went on this journey of like, we had to realize if it's meant to be, and it's something that we really should be doing, it's not going to be hard to stand out at all. I think if we're living in our truth and living authentically as ourselves, especially when it comes to our businesses too and who we are, where you're going to stand out naturally because that, that energy is going to be emitting from you and it's going to be, it's going to draw the people that are meant to be with you too. Exactly. So Leslie, mm -hmm. did things change for you and how you, how you operated with, you know, clients and groups you run and, and, you know, challenges and all that from 
before you gave yourself this, before you accepted this title versus after? Ooh, that's a really good question. And yes, it became so much easier. Like I, I feel like before I finally owned who I was and what I do and and really focused on what I'm good at, it was like a constant struggle. And I always felt like I was floundering, like, oh, I could teach this over here. I see this need. Oh, I could teach this over here. This is what my audience needs instead of this is what I'm really good at. This is what I'm going to teach. Literally everything from my content my branding, how I coach people and, and the, the plans and the systems that I have set up for people and how I operate, even down to like my sales calls and how I talk with people, like everything became so much easier. The moment I decided, Hey, you know what, this is who I am. I'm not going to run from it anymore. Uh, Leslie, the, the idea of being a business coach is a really like wide field because there are a lot of things that go into running a business, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, a brick and mortar business or an online business or a network marketing business. What is like a specific area that you coach business owners in to help them grow their income? Yeah. Uh, specifically, and I, I know um, we've talked about this in depth too, is productivity Um, accountability and discipline in business. And actually that is the core framework of the paid community. I have a, well, I have a couple of paid communities, but one of them that I have is called the PAD, which is PAD stands for productivity, accountability, and discipline. Uh, And really it takes business owners, entrepreneurs through this self-discovery process so that they can figure out what is holding them back in their business that's preventing them from being productive. Majority of the people that I work with, they already know all, like, I'm not saying they know everything in business, but they know in general what they should be doing. Like, they know that they need to generate leads or, or generate or network with more people so that way they can have more people coming into their space. They know they need to follow up with people. They know they need to produce content. They know all of the actionable items they need to do in order to build their business but they get so frustrated because they're like, I know all this stuff. I have all of this knowledge yet my business isn't growing and I'm not taking the action needed. Why is that? I help them in that community figure out the why and the difference between that community and that process. There's a whole process in there that we go through called the pineapple process. Um, The difference between that and any other book or course that you can go through is that it's not cookie cutter. There's so much flexibility in it because we're all so many different people. It was actually, the community was actually born out of me getting so frustrated at reading all of these different business performance books, books about habits and books about productivity and going, they're giving you this system and this framework, but it's so specific that it probably only works for a couple of people and not everybody. So how can I create something that can across the board help every single person? I've noticed that. I mean, I'm, I'm part of the pad, which is like <laughs> the pineapple party pad is your free community. And mm-hmm. then there's the membership community, which is where you teach the, um, the pineapple process. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I've been, I've been part of this process, I think for, well, since the beginning when you first opened it. Um, mm-hmm. And I've, and I've loved that it is flexible because my life demands flexibility. Mm-hmm. I like, I, you know, my, our audience here knows that, you know, I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I'm a business owner and I'm the cook and I'm the housekeeper and I'm the laundress and I'm the nurse and I'm the 
custodian. Like I'm all of those things. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I don't just, you know, be like, peace out kids. I'm going to my office for eight hours now and I'm going to go through this checklist every day. It doesn't happen like that. And there's Mm -hmm. days where I'm like, I'm super on task and super, you know, like productive if we're going to define productivity as accomplishing a (laughs) a checklist, which I want to get back to in a second with you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or if it's a day where I'm just learning lessons about myself or about life. Mm -hmm. So um, I really love that process. And it's something that I can do um, on a daily basis, even if I don't quote unquote physically show up to that online space. Because you know, there's days I show up and I write my daily novel. Mm -hmm. And then there's like four days that go by and I'm like not in there, but I'm looking at other people's posts. So it's, I love the flexibility of that. Um, I think the, I think the biggest takeaway that I've found so far from that is breaking for me breaking the mindset and the belief that productivity equals how much I got done on my to-do list so can you speak to that a little bit because I really think that whether you're in business or not that is a, a, a mindset of this like entrepreneur like we think that I'll let you answer it because yeah, you're gonna talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. we can we can dialogue about this, Tiana, because I know uh, you and I have we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Where we live in this society, where and honestly, like I don't know where it came from, but that we are defined by how much we check off for the day. We have this to do list, we check it off. That means like we're good. It was a good day, but if we don't get everything done, then it's not good, and it was a bad day. And the truth is, is it's not black and white, number one. Number two, there's always going to be things that don't get done. There's always going to be things that you have to do. And, and I think this, it's the reason why it is not productive. You know, we're talking about productivity. The reason why it's not productive to chase after, you know, getting, checking everything else, checking everything on your list is because it's an impossible task. There's always going to be other things that need to get done. And so you really need to look at, okay, did I work did I work more towards my goal today? Did I take steps to work towards the goal that I have set my set for myself this week or this specific day? And if the answer is yes, for me personally, if I'm like, okay, you know what? I didn't get everything done on my list, but I made some pretty big strides today and got some of my larger deliverables done for today this was a really good day. I got a lot accomplished today. I was actually really productive with my day today. You know, that's really funny because in my, in my accountability post um, last night, I put, I didn't get my whole, my whole checklist taken off. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's such a good, it's, it's so cool. I, I love that you're so open to, to say that too, because it's still something that I work on too. Like I appreciate the vulnerability in you saying that because I feel like that's something that we all still struggle with. Like that's the other thing too about the group is I also participate in these daily reflections because I want people to be able to see like I haven't arrived yet. It's still stuff that I'm working on. It's why I created the whole process in the first place. And so I think it's something, um, you know, Kelly, that we're all continually working on and not trying to be defined by yeah. Well, what's nice about it, the pineapple method in general is like, I know that I stayed in phase one a lot longer than others that joined at the same time. But mm-hmm. I had, more, I, in my personal, I had more that I feel that I, I don't even know if I've moved on to number two yet, to be honest with you. I go back and forth between one and two constantly. Mm-hmm. So, um, which probably 
a lot of people do. It's not like one phase, next phase, you, you go back and forth, but it's nice. Cause I have all those videos. I can go back and be like, okay, let's try this one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like for those of you who are listening, um, there, the, the pineapple method, pineapple process, um, it's divided up into three different phases. And what I, the way I teach it is, if you go through phase one, for example, like Kelly was talking about, and you don't necessarily complete or get to the point that you should be um, before you move on to phase two, it's completely okay if you stay in phase one. And that, that's where the flex, like the additional flexibility in it lies. Um, because we all go at different paces. We're all at a different, I, I believe, place in our journey um, with becoming more productive. So of course, it's not going to make sense that we're all going to accomplish and go through that entire process at the same pace. Okay. So what's the biggest advice you have for those who feel that they are stuck in their business? Ooh. Okay. Biggest piece of advice for those who feel stuck in their business, get inside the pad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not kidding. <laughs> but, but, really, but really, I'm actually, I'm actually not. <laughs> if you're feeling stuck in your business, especially if you are somebody who already is like, Hey, I have, I already know what I need to be doing. There's a reason behind it. And you're either, it, it's either something that you're fear, fearful of. So it could be fear of success. You could be procrastinating um, out of fear of failure. It's usually one of those two. Like it, it oftentimes can be something different, but most of the time it's fear of failure, fear of success. Fear of failure is a huge one too that um, a lot of people that I work with have. And if you're feeling stuck, I really, my biggest tip is to take a look at the things that you know you should be doing. And I know I always say like, don't should all over yourself, but the things that you're telling yourself, I need to do this today. And then you're like, oh, I didn't get done. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, I'll get it done the next day. Those specific things that you keep putting off that you need to get done, those are the things and actions that you need to take that are going to get you unstuck in your business. It's not that simple though, right? Because we know all the things that we need to be doing, but we're not doing them for some reason. So the next step that you can take then is really dig deep and either journal, talk with a friend. Um, or just sit and think, you know, do what, and that's the other thing with me. I'm not going to tell you to, oh, you should be journaling every single day because not everybody works like that, but whatever you need to do to, to really dissect and, and what you do to kind of figure out what's going on in your head, figure out why you're avoiding those things. Cause generally there's a reason. And when you can figure out why you can go, okay, I'm avoiding following up with people, for example, because I'm scared that they're going to say no. So how do I overcome this? Obviously I have to take the action. Let's make a goal for myself to just follow up with one person or maybe make a goal for me to get just one no. Anna and I, I think Anna mentioned this inside the pad where we take baby steps. I don't remember the exact quote that she said and it was something along the lines of like, Leslie, are we really treating ourselves like children here, making things so stinking simple? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. I think we, we, we overcomplicate and we don't simplify things enough for ourselves. And when we overcomplicate things, it just puts all of these ideas and all of these thoughts in our heads when really we could just be focusing on the simplistic things of just maybe taking one action at a time. Because we want, we live in this microwave generation, right? In this microwave society where we want everything all at once. It's gradual over time. It's those base hits. 
it's those little victories every single day. And if you can focus on that, that's how you're going to overcome these things that are, that are making you feel stuck. That quote about the baby steps. I don't even what, I don't know what they said. However, <laughs> I think I know the topic it was around. I do it too. was around <laughs> flossing our teeth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes or yes. How, like, are you a horrible teeth flosser? I'm a yes. <laughs> like it does I'm I'm, a, I'm in my forties and I've never mastered the art of flossing every <laughs> day ever. <laughs> and we got to talking about that because to some people it's they're like, how can you not floss every day? Like it's so easy. It takes just like thirty seconds. You just do it. And I'm like, but I can't. I don't know why. <laughs> and I think for you know, for some people, if you relate that to business, there's some things that just come so easily and naturally to other people. Mm -hmm, like some people mm -hmm. are like follow ups; those are easy. Like mm -hmm. it takes like 30 seconds to send them a message, and other people are, but I can't. <laughs> so, I, without diving too deep into why I have trouble flossing, what the, what we <laughs> did in the group is we said, is is like if flossing your teeth at night is really difficult because you're so tired and it's easier to talk yourself out of it. What's another time of day you could floss? So what I've done is I've switched my flossing to the morning. I floss mm -hmm. it. Like I've, I floss probably five days a week now because I switched That's it to amazing. the morning and I quit feeling so dang guilty about not being able to do it in the evening. Mm -hmm. So I switched it to the morning, but you had said even, even before that, you're like, Anna, could you floss just one tooth? Pick, yeah. Like pick the tooth that's tightest and just floss one. Like, really? Are we really that going that simplistic? And the yes. answer is yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, Amanda, when you teach people about branding, right? You're like, just put up a profile picture that has your face in it. Like, just do that. And other people are like, but I can't. <laughs> oh, I know. You wouldn't believe how many women are like, uh, I don't take pictures of myself. Like, right. But if you want to like build your business on social media, you got to show up girl. <laughs> like who do you, who's going to be on that profile? Like you're not your mom, not your dog, not your husband. People, like, need, to see, you. people need to see you. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a whole nother topic too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But I love, I, I love what you said, Leslie, about how oftentimes what you see, like if you take a, a big picture, like step back and look at big picture and this can apply to the coaching I do with, you know, female health and hormones and, and nutrition can apply to what Amanda does with branding It applies to what Kelly does with energetic alignment. What you do with business coaching is the very thing we are procrastinating or that we keep talking ourselves out of is the exact thing that we need to start doing, whether it's flossing one tooth, switching a time, you find some way to make that happen whether mm -hmm. it's the tiny baby step or a giant switch. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and even I was, this just popped into my head. Like you don't even have to, instead of looking at it as a baby step, which I know I have mentioned too, you can also look at it as a small victory. Mm -hmm. The reason why we need to do this is because it proves to your brain that you can do it. It proves to you that you can do it. That's why we have those. And I think I've mentioned this. This is why we have those daily reflections inside the pad community, because there's so many people who are like, I can't be consistent. I, I can't be consistent at anything. And I'm like, well, you've been filling out these reflection posts every single day. You're consistent at something. So baby steps prove to you that you, it, baby steps are also these baby victories to prove to yourself that you can continue, that you can actually accomplish what you want to do. 
And again, I think it goes back to people with consistency. They think it needs to be this big elaborate thing when at the end of the day, it's something very small, but it's mm -hmm. because again, they want these big things like, Oh, I did all that. No, it's the little baby. Like you said, the little things you are being consistent with something, but when you mm -hmm. keep telling yourself, I can't be consistent, I'm not consistent. Well, yeah. Cause you're telling your brain that. So mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Well, okay. I feel that was a great sesh right there. So Leslie, <laughs> how can everyone get in your space? Where can they find you? Talk about your, again, we're going to put all this in the show notes for everybody yeah. to click the links, but share with us where people can connect with you. Yeah. Um, if you, cause I know we mentioned um, the paddle on, if that's something that you want more information about, you can go to lesliepineapple.com slash pad P-A-D lesliepineapple.com slash pad and if you uh, go to find me on Facebook if you look up the pineapple party pad um, which I know I provided a link for to you said to be in the show notes um, you can hang with us there too awesome well, thank you was... for coming on the show today yes, thank, thank you Leslie you. This was thank amazing. you I love this after listening to all the amazing things that Leslie had to say about getting unstuck in your business are you ready to take action are you ready to get unstuck well coming up next episode we're going to talk to her some more about how to actually get that done. Talking about finding your small why instead of your big why. How to take baby steps to change your routine and how to truly get yourself unstuck through a process of self-discovery. So don't miss out on next week. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to us today. You can visit us on our website at thetrianglatable.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our bonus content. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave us a review below. Join us next week for another episode of The Triangle Table. Here's what didn't make it to the table. Okay, so I guess here. So I can introduce myself. What, 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 do you want, what do you want me to say? Actually, <laughs> tell us all oh. your secrets, Leslie. Come on. That's oh, what we're oh yeah, well, that's why we're here. Yeah. Right? I thought yeah. that's what I signed up for yeah. to, to, to like, Spill, what is it? What's the cool spill kid the phrase? Oh, spill I the don't tea. Know. Is it spill the tea? Yeah, yeah spill the tea. Spill the tea. tea. Mm -hmm. Do we need yeah. to bring in McKenna for this? Yeah. Do we need to like verify spill this? The okay, tea. Spill the tea.